Welcome to the Psych 101 podcast, session number five. Today, we're going to be talking about something that affects all and something that we can all work on, which is what I love speaking about. We're speaking today about coping mechanisms. What is your coping mechanism and how do you overcome it? So let's take a look and let's just dive right into some coping mechanisms. We're going to take a first look at denial. Now, denial is pretty simple and straightforward. You deny that something ever happened, that something's wrong, especially in relationships. We say, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. There's nothing wrong. Where in reality, there's a lot wrong going on. And for whatever reasons, you are not seeing it or you're telling yourself that it's not there. Uh, the best way to overcome this is to simply have somebody close to you that you trust implicitly, no matter what, and tell them that, like, look, I need, I need to, I need to trust you right now because of a feeling that I am not thinking very clearly right now, and I, I need you to tell me the absolute truth, no matter what. Can you promise me that? Have them promise, and then you can say, okay, I have a question about my relationship with this person. I have a question about what's going on in my life. Is there something wrong with that? And then they can tell you, yes, there is something wrong. There's something not wrong. And then you need to take their word for it. And then depending on what it is, you may maybe need to separate yourself from someone or overcome something. Now, repression is something a little bit similar, taking a different angle. We're talking about repression this is one that I am very familiar with and is near and dear to my heart because this is my method of coping. This is the way I really cope and I am open about that. I am definitely know it and I am self-aware of it. Here's the thing with repression, it, it's suppressing or repressing memories. So how this works like with me is that like when something bad happens, I just don't think about it. Like I literally just never think about it. And if it starts to creep up into my mind, just push it down, boom. Don't think about it. And in severe cases, this can result in some kind of almost like an, an amnesia around a certain event or during a certain time where you literally just don't remember it. Not because the memory has gone, but because you don't let it surface. Again, that's extreme cases. Most of the time with most people like with me is you just don't think about just the bad stuff in your life. You just don't think about it. The best way to overcome this um, is really just to start accepting and, and accepting what, what your life is. Here's what I mean by that is I found this very helpful to take times of meditation and just having calm, quiet. And during that time is really just walking through my past. You know, what is my past? What am I, what's on my mind? What am I thinking about? My present, you know, what's going on right now and then my future. What do I want to happen? What do I want to achieve in life? And, you know, what's just on my mind in the moment? That takes like, a, it could take anywhere from like 30 seconds to five minutes. The point isn't the length of time. The point is simply accepting, walking through who you are, what's happened, what you've done, accepting that and moving on. And that's why I think it's important not to only just to focus on the past because that's a dangerous thing a very dangerous thing to do just focusing on the past but also to look at the present and look at the future and then look at that for hope and also look at the past the good stuff that's happened in your past too that's great as well the next part and this is a funny one 
is rationalization is where you convince yourself that somebody it's it's a bit different from denial and that denial is just like no no it's not happening it's not there i don't admit it rationalization is like okay they're doing this thing or i'm doing this thing but there's a reason for it or there no this is really what's going on and we see this all the time in relationships one partner will be a terrible partner and then the other person goes no 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 you don't understand he or she's they're actually you know a great person you just caught them on a bad day or they're having lots of stress it's like no they're actually not healthy in any way for you that's what rationalization really again to back up what i said about denial is you really just need somebody you trust to say, hey, no, 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 no. Like, this is not how it is. You need to trust me on this. Or you can be that person. You can be that person and say, hey, look, do you trust me to tell you the truth? The person says, yeah. So you didn't listen to me when I say that either you, what you're doing is wrong or what this person is not good for you, right? Whatever situation it is, look, I... I'm being completely honest here, not good for you because you're my friend. I really want what's best for you. And then you'll see where that goes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes you just need to be their friend and support them through all that. And then you just continuously say like, hey, you know, I don't, is that healthy? Is that good? Are you okay? You know, keeping up the questions. And of course, if that is happening to you, trust that person and get someone that you trust. And projection. Now, I know we've all done this when we had a bad day is where we're having a bad day. We're in a bad mood. And but but we tell ourselves that, no, this person's cutting me off on, on the road. They're in a bad mood. Oh, these people, they're in a bad mood. And, you know, it's all them. And they're just making me feel bad. I'm not the one in a bad mood where it's really just us. And we don't want to admit it. This is projection where we take something that we're doing or we're thinking or we're feeling and we put it on to somebody else. And that can be dangerous because not only is it denying that it exists, but you're telling yourself that the people around you are doing or feeling or whatever it is. And then that leads you to not only deny it, but also resist any kind of interaction with the people around you. And that's just a really dangerous combination. Um, honestly, with this is you really just have to dig deep within yourself, make it a habit, especially, like I said, through meditations, through very extremely, like I'm talking like maybe 15 seconds of just breathing. And to really just sit your mindset and say like, wow, I'm actually not acting too nice today or I'm not feeling too good today. That's me. That's not everyone else. And just admitting it to yourself. I, I, I mean, I'm very honest with myself. And um, I think that's just something that we can all do is we can be more honest with ourselves. And then that can really help us just live a better life because we admit it and we're able to admit our flaws and we're able to see our strengths. We're able to help fix our flaws and improve on our strengths. That seems like a winning combination to me. And then so this is next brings us to reaction formation. If you're wondering where I'm getting this list from, this is straight from psychology, psychology textbooks, learning. Um, This is this is the psychology psychological definitions and ways of coping. So I'm not making this up. Reaction formation. I bring this up because this one, it's a bit, we don't see it too often. You might be saying like, where does that happen? But reaction formation is where you take an opposite stance of an issue because maybe you don't want to admit that you stand on an issue or maybe you don't want to admit this about yourself. So let's say like someone who's depressed 
might say like, oh, you know, people who kill themselves are selfish and they deserve or like, you know, take an extreme stance on the other side of it because they don't want to admit that was going on. You'll see denial takes root in a lot of these places. Um, but the thing is that denial itself is not good, not healthy. But when we add something else to it, that makes it even more unhealthy. And um, honestly, again, this one, you got to just be, you got to dig deep within yourself, see who you are, what you believe, and then hold on to that. And then if, maybe if something is wrong within you, maybe if you're depressed or anxious and you don't want to admit it, admit it to yourself or go get help. And if you want ways to go get help, I have a free ebook for you. If you go to youcantbeerased.com slash ebook, I have that for you it's completely free on everything that I did to overcome my depression and anxiety. Now, um, now it brings us to one of the most common ways, uh, big and little, um, we call this displacement. My psychology professor um, called it the kick the dog method, which is awful and sounds terrible for all of you dog lovers out there, or just like decent people out there, you know, kicking the dog. Here's why they call it that, is let's imagine a scenario. Let's say a husband comes home from work, had a bad day at work. So let's say a boss just in a bad mood, you know, just yelled at husband. You know, husband comes in angry. He yells at the wife, so the wife gets angry. The wife yells at the kid, so the kid gets angry and upset. And then the kid goes and kicks the dog because he's upset. And you'll see what's happening is you're taking this anger or you're taking this frustration, you're taking this feeling towards somebody you can't really punish or yell back to. And then you're focusing on something else. So you're taking this, this, this unhealthy feelings within you, and then you're making someone else feel that way as a way of coping. And this is awful because you're just spreading so much negativity. You're spreading so much pain around you, whereas you could have just avoided it just by saying, okay, this is me. I'm going to deal with it on myself. Let it out in a healthy way. Maybe go for a run. Maybe do go to the gym, hit a punching bag, you know, something. Let out the anger. Definitely don't just contain it and keep it concealed. Um, but deal with it in a more healthy way, and we'll get to that in a little bit. The regression. Now, this is a fun one because you don't see this too often in a full-blown state, but you'll also see it um, sometimes in in small ways. This is where you honestly like this is this is the odd. This is where we get into like the odd parts of the human brain, where you literally just you cope with pain or something you see. This is important. This is important. Something you view as painful might not be painful to other people. You view as painful and then you cope with it by literally acting like a child. That's where the phrase comes from. Acting like a child is because you just regress. You take away your responsibility, your adult feelings, and then you just act like a child. And that's what we'll see grown adults throw temper tantrums in the stores and the streets and you'll see that and you'll be like whoa what's going on here it's because something that they viewed as pain, very painful may not seem very painful to most of us and we might just seem a big deal to most of us but to them it was an extremely painful event and um they were reduced to acting like a child as a way to cope with that you also see this um and let's say like a trauma like an actual trauma is um sometimes people will be unable to speak um, they'll really be unable to interact with people because that's the way they're coping with this. And then, um, 
that's i mean the honestly the best way to overcome that uh is just is is time and therapy maybe some medication if it's you know serious enough but honestly it's going to be time and therapy and a good friend to help walk you through um especially if what's being regressed about is not a huge deal um at least in the grander scheme of things then uh, especially good friend to just kind of guide you along in the truth and the world um is going to be a really good help here now this is this is not by no means um an all rainbows and sunshine episode um it will be though hold on for a second because we're almost to the end we're going to go through two more and then we have some hope here at the light of the tunnel we have identification is coming up. So this is where usually when people, especially teens, are suffering from anxiety, usually this is where it happens in poor self-image. They'll latch on to somebody they see as great, like um, super fans of certain pop stars, let's say, is they'll latch on to them and they'll identify with them. They'll identify as being of a group of this person or they'll identify as, you know, being, you know, wanting to be like them. And then that will give them a sense of worth because they're like this person or they belong to a group of this person. And honestly, this is dangerous because that doesn't give you self-worth. That gives you an appearance of self-worth that will go away. That will go away. And then so having a healthy grasp on yourself, what you're worth, and then knowing yourself is a really great way to just kind of slowly get out of this mindset. Of course, everyone goes through a phase of really liking certain stars celebrities that's part of growing up and there's certain psychological reasons for that that we can get into definitely in a later episode because it's very interesting but honestly it's gonna take just some time just some time definitely some therapy and again a good friend to walk you through now this is something that um a lot i think a lot of also a lot a lot of a lot of guys will suffer from maybe have this as their coping mechanism is compensation so being really built because you're depressed or you're anxious or you have low self-worth or, you know, something, something along those lines of saying, especially when it comes to working out, I would say, especially with guys or dressing really nice, really fancy, having a good car as a way of coping with something that usually an insecurity an insecurity about something, um, low self-image anxiety. And honestly, the best way to cope with that is to have a really good friend next to you to show you how much you're worth. And honestly, and, and especially therapy um, is also going to be helped to guide you out of that way of thinking. Now brings us to the light at the end of the tunnel. This is beautiful. I will say that I'll preface it with this. And this is what we're talking about sublimination. Fancy word, big word. What it means is that you take all that bad stuff within you all that pain, and you turn it into something beautiful. You turn it into something that inspires others, motivates others, brings positivity to the world. This is what I did with my stuff that I went through, is I took it, I said, I'm not going to be ruled by this. I'm going to turn it into something good. Because not only are you moving past all that bad stuff, you're doing something good with that. That gives you motivation. That gives you self-worth, self-image. It helps you and it helps a ton of other people. Our greatest music, our greatest works of art 
are because of this, because someone took this pain and they turned it into something beautiful. And that's what I inspire you to do. When we're going through all of this, yes, there are some practical ways, such so as going to exercise, having a good friend to talk to, therapy. But with your bad stuff in your world, this is why I say be unashamed. This is what being unashamed means. Unashamed, period. Being unashamed means taking that bad stuff in your life, turning to something good, whether it's in a small way or a big way. This is the coping mechanism I hope that all of us will learn to use. And this is honestly the best thing you can do for all that bad stuff in your life. Of course, along with going to therapy, medication, having good support system, all of that stuff is great and fantastic as well. But in the end, this is what really matters is that you move on from your past and not only move on, but you turn that negative into a positive. And that's what being unashamed is all about. I hope you learned something from this episode. We all have coping mechanisms. I would love to hear what yours are. You can email me at luke at youcan'tbeerased.com. That is the letter U, can't, the letter B, erased.com. Or you can leave a comment in the show notes over at youcan'tbeerased.com slash blog. You'll find the show notes there, any links that I talked about, and I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. I will be back with Psych 101. Thank you for listening to this session of Psych 101. As I said, you can find the show notes at youcan'tbeerased.com slash blog. And I've, for anybody watching the YouTube video of this right now, because yes, I release these podcasts on YouTube. Hi, YouTube. What's up? Thank you for watching. You can see I have brand new merch. This one, honestly, is one of my favorites that I'm wearing right now. It says, you matter no matter what. I just absolutely love this, and um, you can get them right now at youcan'tbeerased.com slash merch, and right now I have a deal going because they're brand new, 20% off with the promo code unashamed. Grab them now while the going's good, and rep your unashamed to inspire and change the world.